Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is James Bell with Salt and Light Ministries with another episode of Diving Into the Heart of God. I know it's been two weeks since I have sat here behind this microphone, but really the reality is that it's not been two weeks since I've sat behind the microphone because I have I have had full intentions of of recording. If I could just <laughs> if if I had a video and if I could show you how many times I've sit behind this microphone and I have hit the record button and then the delete and the record button and then the delete you would say, "Hey man, this this guy right here, he's really trying." But there's just some things that I have no control over. Because I'm not going to sit here and I'm not going to bring you a half-hearted word from God. I'm not going to bring something that I have not full the I, that I've not heard the fullness of God's heart speak to me on. So since our last podcast, I will say that God has been speaking to me tremendously. He just continues to speak to me in such a manner that's so edifying in in my relationship with Him. It helps me and, and keeps me disciplined. It keeps me and my heart bowed down before him and all that I do. So with that being said, I pray that since the last time that we have spoken, I pray that you have heard God's voice in the same likeness, that he has spoke to you, that he has ministered to you on that same behalf, that he ministered to you in such a way that was so profound hallelujah thank you father so as we always do we will we will always start with a prayer and we will just acknowledge who God is and who he is in our life everything that he stands for Hallelujah. And we will invite his presence to be amongst us here tonight or whatever the time of the day that it may be that you have taken the time and the opportunity to hear the the servant of God bring forth the word of God. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, let us pray. Let us reverence ourselves before God. Let us come in one accord. Let us come in, 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 in that same likeness that we have come all to hear God's voice. We have come to hear the servant speak from God's heart. Let us pray. Our dear gracious and heavenly Father, Lord, there are no words that can exemplify or that can really magnify the the glory and gloriousness of your presence the beauty of the way that you work the way that you operate within our lives 
So Lord, we just sit here and we honor you. We thank you, Father. Because Lord, you have been so good to us. Lord, I thank you, Father. Lord, I thank you for your very presence as I humble myself before you. Lord, as we all sit here in one accord and we all come seeking in the same manner, Lord, that, that we are seeking after your heart. Lord, and as we submit ourselves to your authority, as we submit to the very words that you desire to speak to us here tonight, as we all are in one accord in, in the acknowledgement of who you are and what you are in our lives. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, you are so worthy to be praised. You're so worthy to be honored, Father. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, before I jump on into the, tonight's topic, I want to, I just want to touch on something real fast. This is along the same line of the word that God has been speaking to me. But it kind of gave me a little bonus nugget on this one. That there was a point in the time that we're that when David became king and he had conquered the Philistines and, and had once again captured the Ark of God, the, the Ark of the Covenant. And the Ark of the Covenant just truly all it really represented was the, was the presence of God. And as they had a celebration and they were bringing it back to place it within the tent, David's wife had looked down upon him and she looked upon him with disgrace because my Bible says that, that David was dancing himself out of his clothes. And as he had conversation with his wife, his, his wife pretty much told him that he looked foolish as, as he danced before the Lord. But you see, the reality here is that David's wife, Michael, really didn't understand what he was bringing back to the people. He did, she didn't understand what he was bringing back into the kingdom it was the presence of God. And people will look at you foolishly if you get a little passionate when you begin to speak about God, when you begin to speak of His goodness, when you begin to speak of His kindness. I had a conversation with someone uh, late last night or early this morning and I had to go back to the very thing that God had laid upon my heart some years ago. 
And this is exactly how the, the Lord had quoted it to me. Was that a relationship with Him is nothing that can be explained. But it is something that must be experienced. There are things that we have physically done within our life. A roller coaster ride or a, a motorcycle ride. Or whatever the case may be that caused great excitement in your life and there was no way that you could explain how it made you feel but yet when the other person experienced the, the same exact thing that you had just done you see then it became experienced and there was no longer an explanation needed And that was the same case for David and his wife that she couldn't understand because she never experienced the presence of God in the same manner that David had. Hallelujah. And so many people think that the Christian world or the Christian nation or those that identify as being a follower of Jesus Christ they can't understand the excitement they can't understand the zeal they can't understand why we become so radical there's so much that's just moving within my spirit that I can't even begin to explain because God has been so good to me knowing that one day that I will die and my Bible tells me that immediately after death there's become judgment You see, so many people don't want to face judgment nowadays. They would say, don't pass judgment on me. But one day we're all going to be judged. I would rather hear God passing judgment upon me now. So that I can have my life and my relationship in right standings with him before he calls my number. You see, because once we die, ladies and gentlemen, once we stand before God, there are no redos. There's nothing more than, we, than what we can do other than what we have already done. So my heart really goes out to so many people that have never experienced a relationship with God. As I sit here tonight, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to say one more prayer and then we're going to move right on into the very topic in which the Holy Spirit has spoken to my heart. 
Dear Lord, I pray, Lord, that if anyone's listening right now that has not submitted themselves to you, someone that is straddling the fence, someone that has not experienced you in the way that you desire, Lord, I pray that you would continue to to knock on their heart's door. Lord, that they would answer the door and that they would experience you in the same manner that you have done for those that love you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, as my time has already become short, but it's okay because I know that, that God makes use of the time that He has allotted us because I've come in, in reference of Him. I've not come in my own accord, but as we have gathered here tonight to hear the very voice of God speak and to minister to us, not even sure in the reference of how I would even entitle a word tonight but if I really had to I would say compromising with sin the word compromise is to is to make a deal between two parties where each party gives up part of their demand my reference tonight will come out of the book of 1 Samuel chapter 2. And it would all be in reference to the high priest of, of Eli. And Eli was the, the high priest. He would be the priest that would, that would train the prophet Samuel. And Eli had two sons. And my scripture says that that his two sons were wicked. That 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 his two sons now 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 if Eli was priest that also made his sons priests because they were from the tribe of Levi and Le- the Levi tribe was chosen to be the priest and Eli's sons were were wicked not only would they take from the the sacrifice and the offerings but as well that they would sleep with women at the doors of the sanctuary you see now I gotta be really truthful here on this because He didn't say the outer gates. He said the doors. And this was the next place to the very presence of God. That they were so comfortable in their sin. That it never bothered their conscience and what they were doing.
and there was a penalty that the two sons would have to pay. But as their father, Eli, as being the chief priest, it was upon his hands that they suffered no repercussion of their sins, of the very things that they did before God. Did he reprimand them? He did. But did he take action? He did not. You see, these priests had violated this relationship with God. And they tried to compromise. They didn't live up to their end of the bargain. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Ladies and gentlemen, as we live in a world today, as we live in a society that we sometimes are so willing to to make a bargain or to make a compromise that I'll give up a little bit of this if you give up a little bit of that but ladies and gentlemen my my Bible tells me that God is not going to change for no man We are living in a world where people have become comfortable with sin. That sin no longer is looked upon as being a bad thing. Hallelujah. You see, but ladies and gentlemen, the reality is, is that sin will take you further than you want to go and you'll stay longer than you had anticipated. You see, because if we dabble with sin, it'll cost us more than what we really thought that it would. And I'm not willing to compromise my relationship with my Lord, my Master. You see, it's, it's, it's not about a set of rules that we have to follow. It's about being in a relationship that I no longer desire to break God's heart. As I sometimes have the the opportunity to sit and just to to listen to people because sometimes they 
they think me as a minister that I just have so much to say. But the reality is that I have nothing to say unless God gives me something to say. But sometimes as I just sit back and I just listen to the conversation that people talk and how that they're so willingly open about sin. Now let's just call the kettle black here, ladies and gentlemen. I'm talking about Christian folks. People that are comfortable with a little sin here and a little sin there. They're okay if you do this. But I really don't recall in my Bible reading at any point in time where God segregated sin. Because if you break the law at, or if you break the commandment at one point, you're guilty of them all. A person that a lie will be judged in the same manner as someone that is a murderer. Ladies and gentlemen, the world has become too comfortable with sin. So I would ask you this very question, those that are Christians that are listening here tonight, those that do desire to walk deeper with God, what is your comfortability with sin? When has enough become enough? How many times does a, uh, does a husband have to cheat on his wife before his wife says, hey, that's enough. I can't take it no more. Because so often in Scripture, our relationship with God has been illustrated as a marriage between a man and a wife. You see, because you repent before your wife one time or your husband, I'm really sorry for what I did. And then they turn around and do it again a year later or 10 years later. And they get caught in the very act. But they said, I've done asked you to forgive me once. I'm already covered here. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not asking you what your take is on this. What is your comfortability with sin? Are you comfortable with the the sin that it may be in your life. You see, because as I'm speaking this very word, it's the same word that God has been speaking to me. How comfortable are you 
Are you the one that's willing to make a deal to give up part of your demand? That's only a question that you can ask yourself. It's only a question that you can answer yourself. It's only a question that you really know yourself. Have you become comfortable in your sin? You see, ladies and gentlemen, I do have good news on that portion. But here's what Paul had to say in that reference. Should we sin just because we can be forgiven? And the person that that may answer it, yes. I have to really question your your knowledge or your relationship with Jesus Christ. Because that's in the same reference as it's okay if I beat or if I cheat on my wife because she'll forgive me. You have cared nothing for her feelings. You have cared nothing for how it has affected her. And this could be illustrated in the same manner as our relationship with God. Should we sin just because we can be forgiven? Have you become comfortable with your sin? I know this may not be the the most catchiest episode that we have had here. This may not be exactly what you want to be hearing right now. But there comes a point in the time of accountability. And you would rather be answering these questions now instead of the moment after you die. It leaves so much for us to think about. It leaves so much on the table. But now is a good time for me to leave the table and allow you to hear what God has to say to you personally. You see, because the thing here is is he he has already heard you personally because God knows each and every one of our hearts. He knows our thoughts. So with ladies and gentlemen, with that being said, we 
we will move on into prayer and I pray that the very words that have been spoken here tonight that they will be life to you that it can cause your life to be transformed let us pray our dear gracious and heavenly father once again lord we call upon your holy name as we stand in all of your presence as we have heard your very word come forward tonight Lord, I have to be quite honest with myself, with those that are listening here, that it was not a word that I was specifically wanting to hear. But Lord, as I'm reminded that that my comfortability in, in my sin can equate to this that casual Christians become casualties and Lord you have not called us for anything other than your purpose for anything other than to inherit your kingdom you see because my Bible tells me Father Lord that that hell was created for Satan and his and his angels hell was never intended for us but there's people that's dying every single day and hell has become their home Lord your scripture even says that the majority Lord if we look at the statistics on that a majority is 50 point one percent that's more than half but Lord I know your word cannot lie it will be a sad day for so many people Lord and as I oftenly pray Lord bring correction to me now because Lord I don't want to miss the mark And Lord, I know there's so many people, Lord, that are listening to this episode tonight that does not want to miss the mark as well. Lord, I pray that you would continue continue to minister to us on an individual basis. Lord, that we would live a life of repentance. That we would turn away from our wickedness. And that we would give you our whole heart, our whole life, all of us. Lord, I pray this for me tonight and maybe of those that, the some that may be here tonight, Lord. Lord, teach me to surrender. 
show me how to surrender before you, Lord? Because, Lord, I could just visualize someone that may be trying to resist arrest. And it causes so much more chaos than what is even necessary. But Lord, when we submit ourselves and we allow you to do what you desire to do in our life, and as we come to the reality that any decision that you have made for us is always in our best interest. Lord, I surrender before you, Father. And I give you all of me because you have already given me all of you. And you put it on display for the whole world to see. Hallelujah. Lord, continue to minister to our hearts. Continue to open our eyes and our ears, Lord, to see and to hear you and your works. Give us the heart, Lord, to receive the very things that you are doing and that you desire to do in us and through us. Lord, we give you the praise, the glory, the honor, the thanksgiving. Because it's in Jesus' name that we so graciously ask, Father. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I thank you for being here with me tonight. I thank you for those that have inclined your ears to hear what the Spirit of God has had to say to us. As we move from this point forward, it's just like a car. A car doesn't drive backwards. It goes forward because it's in a forward motion. Let us not look to the past that will bring forth for the distraction. Let us take this very word that God has spoken to all of us here tonight, including myself, and move forward in Him and allow Him to have His perfect way in our lives. My plan is to at least do another episode this week since we have Resurrection Sunday coming up next week. And I will definitely be in prayer for a word that God desires to speak to each and every one of us. But I'd kind of look, I'd like to look at tonight as being the, these were the vegetables on the plate. Because those of us that like to eat meat, meat's really good. And then for those of us that like to eat sweets, sweets are really good. 
but so often the the vegetables are picked over and sometimes we don't consume them all and tonight's meal was vegetables ladies and gentlemen and these vegetables will do so much for us so we'll end here on that note I pray that you have a blessed week I love each and every one of you out there I pray for you because I know that God has a great work for you God has called you to greatness because he is a great God thank you Lord ladies and gentlemen until we speak again God bless you and as always I will leave my contact information in the description if you have questions or comments concerns maybe you just really didn't like what I said here tonight but God's got all the answers so if you need me reach out please like subscribe comment not that it does me any good but it puts this this podcast in a place where it's easily searchable so again I love y'all And until we speak again, God bless you and good night.